Hi, I'm Connor Svensson, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 14th of June, 2021. The highlights this week include El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender, the Bank of England outlining regulatory approaches to stable coins, blockchain firms make Forbes's FinTech 50 list, Polygon announces a parachain-like framework, Uniswap V3 gets cloned, and a CryptoPunk NFT sells for a record 11.8 million. El Salvador has become the first country ever to make Bitcoin legal tender. The legislator there passed a bill to do this. This is the first time that a country will actually recognize Bitcoin as a satisfactory form of payment for any monetary debt. The proposal there received favorable opinion um, before they actually had the official vote and it was actually on Tuesday night that uh, the vote happened uh, and 62 uh, voted in favour out of a potential 84. The president there has also called for a volcanic geothermal Bitcoin mining plan. Uh, the intent here is that uh, they wanted to use the Lagio, the state-owned uh, electrical company, uh, to help turn the country's unused geothermal energy uh, to put it to good use in mining Bitcoin. Uh, with, with this in place, plus the, the overall support for Bitcoin there, it, it could uh, help El Salvador emerge as one of the larger places for mining Bitcoin. Bitcoin tumbled uh, at one point this week uh, on fears that uh, US law enforcement had managed to hack the network. Uh, there was basically a colonial pipeline, a US-based uh, fuel pipeline system that services uh, the southeastern United States. There was They fell victim to an attack uh, a little while back, uh, which affected its billing systems. Uh, colonial f- had to then freeze their operations because of this and um, basically made a payment to the, the organization Demand and Ransom, which was uh, 75 Bitcoin or roughly 4.4 million at the time. The Department of Justice have announced that they've managed to recoup 2.3 million of these funds after following the money and ultimately finding a way to retrieve the private key associated with the wallet there. So it's it's, a, it's an amazing bit of uh, cyber cyber espionage that's been carried out on by the, the US authorities in this instance. MicroStrategy have uh, announced that they expect to see a $285 million loss, but they still want to raise $400 million in debt to buy more Bitcoin. Uh, they're obviously showing no signs of... Uh, um, you know, stepping back with their commitment to the cryptocurrency, and apparently with this uh, 400 million fundraising, uh, they're, they're they're looking to obtain secure notes um, from a number of different institutional investors. MicroStrategy's holdings uh, are currently worth about 3.4 billion. MicroStrategy have reported, though, uh, attracted more point more than 1.6 billion dollars of orders for its uh, la- this latest deal to purchase Bitcoin. And the firm have said that uh, they've been inundated with demand for orders, including interest from a large number of hedge funds. Bitcoin Network is set to integrate the privacy-focused upgrade known as Taproot later on this year. This upgrade would be the first major upgrade to the Bitcoin Network since its segregated witness upgrade in 2017, and it's expected to occur sometime in mid-November. Coinbase have updated their stablecoin offerings as well. They've updated their pricing for a number of different uh, stablecoin pairs here, which basically enables users um, to trade pairs such as USD, USDT, uh, and GBP uh, at no cost if they're adding liquidity and at one basis point if they're taking liquidity. And th- this sort of uh, structure is, is more common with traditional exchanges. But the, the idea here is that by incentivizing people to add liquidity to the market, um, 
you know, they, they don't have to pay for that as such. Uh, so, you know, they're, they'll no doubt trying to grow grow out the actual stablecoin markets that they host on their platform there. The Bank of England has outlined four regulatory approaches to stablecoins. Uh, they put out a paper which they're seeking feedback for by the beginning of September. The questionnaire there includes both central bank digital currencies as well as uh, stablecoins. And thinking about uh, not only uh, how the transition to CDBCs could happen, but also how stable coins might be regulated. Um, the, the models um, outlined by the Bank of England, though, for stable coins here, um, first of all, they say that they need to be backed by assets that are at least 100% of the value of those stable coins uh, to mitigate any, against any potential loss should the stable coin fail. But the other points are that the stable coin issuer should become a bank or hold high quality liquid assets or hold central bank deposits or deposit stable coin assets at a commercial bank. Jack Dorsey, the co-founder of Twitter and Square is weighing a potential Bitcoin hardware wallet. It's not set in stone at the moment, but he tweeted in the week that they were considering making one. Uh, and if they did, it would be done very much so in the open and they'd look to potentially integrate it as well with their widely used cash app. Uh, and with this as well, they might actually look at using layer two, Bitcoin's layer two lightning network as well to help with the scalability challenges with Bitcoin. Bloomberg uh, have unveiled their June crypto report um, and they, they've actually outlined a very bullish perspective on both uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum, although they do see that Ethereum is likely to challenge Bitcoin's uh, market cap. They've called out that they believe Bitcoin is going to continue um, moving towards $100,000 and uh, Ether potentially 20000 Elon Musk as well, uh, during the last week, uh, he's uh, revealed support for uh, Vitalik Buterin's amazing plan to uh, upgrade uh, Dogecoin. Basically, he said that he agreed with Vitalik uh, in, in, in an interview that's been widely circulated, uh, which was with the well-known well podcaster Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman asked Vitalik if it would be possible to get Bitcoin to beat Dogecoin hands down. And uh, Vitalik said if Dodge wanted to build a bridge to Ethereum in order to scale, then people could trade Dodge at a much higher throughput. That would, that would be pretty cool. Elon Musk was obviously supportive of this. The G7 uh, central bankers and financial ministers have discussed stable coins and uh, central bank digital currencies at their most uh, recent meeting. Uh, there wasn't really um, you know significant movement here as such, except they reiterated that there needs to be um, you know more legal, regulatory and oversight requirements for them, which kind of lines up with what was put out in a report they published by published by the G7 in late 2019. Block One, uh, the creators of the EOS blockchain have uh, settled a class action lawsuit filed by the Crypto Assets Opportunity Fund. Um, this was based on their, their $4 billion token sale in 2018. The, the, uh, the settlement was for $27.5 million. Block One said that it was, it was without merit, but given how successful they were with their fundraising, for the EOS blockchain, uh, I'm sure that this, this amount won't have hit them too hard. This week, um, Forbes launched their FinTech 2021 list and the BlockFi, Anchorage, Alchemy, Chainalysis, Kraken, Gemini, Fireblocks and Paxos uh, all made the list. This list is obviously published annually by Forbes and uh, it's for startups that are still private and have uh, headquarters in the US or substantial operations in the US. So again, it's a sign of the times given you know, quite how many of the FinTech list actually had blockchain and crypto companies there. Continuing our discussion of BlockFi who made the Forbes list, 
Minister, they're in discussions to raise seven, several hundred million in their latest round of funding uh, at a valuation close to five billion. So BlockFi are also looking to tap the institutional market with a new platform uh, to targeting institutional investors. Bitcoin's price was also affected this week by uh, Weibo, the, um, the the social media platform where um, there was censorship appeared to t- take place and a number of uh, crypto influencers uh, had their accounts disabled. The auction house Philips is now announced that they're going to be accepting Bitcoin for Banksy's million dollar painting, which is currently being listed. So this is following on from what we've seen with Sotheby's and Christie's with respect to some of their recent auctions that they've they've had. Video game Grand Theft Auto 6, which is in the works, is rumoured to be having an in-game version of Bitcoin available. Uh, according to a reputable leak that uh, came out, they're talking about people being able to earn Bitcoin instead of cash while playing the game, and that there would be it would feature in-game payments of of Bitcoin. But then they they also said it might be a spin-off currency because of limitations around uh, people being able to spend this outside of their ecosystem. So it'll be interesting to find out more on that as it happens. A report that came out this week from the Block Data Dashboard. They're saying that 240,000 Bitcoin have been wrapped into Ethereum, which represents 1.3% of the current circulating supply. Ledger, the provider of the hardware wallets, uh, have landed a $380 million Series C investment. Again, just given how widely used their their crypto, their hardware wallets are, it's no surprise that that there's a lot of interest in the technology that they have there. Dapper Labs, the creators of the Flow blockchain and NBA Top Shots, have also announced a native stable coin for the Flow blockchain called Flow USD. And apparently there's going to be other ERC20-like tokens uh, to follow as well. The Ethereum scaling provider Polygon have announced that they're creating a parachain-like technology to Ethereum to help lower the gas costs. And so parachains are something that the Polkadot blockchain provides, in effect, that uh, are chains that are connected into their what they call the, the main relay chain. But um, within, within Polygon, they've basically taken a similar approach and they're creating a parachain-like offering. And so this will make it easier to create interconnected blockchain networks and lower the gas costs for users. Polygon and ZeroX have also announced a 10.5 million fund in order to get more users building on top of the Polygon network. The intent here is just to increase the overall number of DeFi apps and just innovations that people are building. Again, there's there's so many developer-focused funds emerging at the moment because of the, the big shortfall of uh, developers to develop on all the different blockchain platforms that are coming out. The creators of Etherscan, the widely used block explorer, have also released Polyscan, which is a, a Etherscan-like uh, block explorer for Polygon. A time have been continuing to push forward innovations with their blockchain division. Um, they're, they're prioritizing the development of NFTs and marketplaces and virtual universes and have now announced that they're entering into a new license with Crypto Blockchain Industries uh, South Africa. Uh, which is for the development of blockchain-enabled virtual worlds. They've already uh, granted licenses to Sandbox and Decentraland. So they're basically creating these non-exclusive licensing agreements uh, with a number of different blockchain providers to grow their footprint in the ecosystem. The Spanish seafood uh, firm, Nueva Pescanova Group, has announced it's working with IBM to utilize their food trust uh, platform, which is a DLT platform for supply chain traceability. And Solana Labs as well, the creators of the Solana blockchain, have raised $314 million in their latest funding round, which was led by uh, 
Andreessen Horowitz and a Polychain Capital. We spoke last week about how they look at rumored to be trying to close a funding round between the 300 to 450 million range. So again, it's uh, it just shows how much interest there is in the, the technology that they've created there. Amazon have also created listed a job that's seeking DeFi experience, uh, and this is for someone with the title of head of product in the blockchain division. And they want people who uh, you know have got views on DeFi and uh, can think about you know where it's going to be going here. In DeFi news, uh, a Binance Smart Chain project has cloned Uniswap v3, creating Holoswap. So one of the things you might recall when we spoke about Uniswap v3 previously was that it, they changed the licensing there. So, so it's basically illegal to actually, although their Uniswap v3 code is open source, it's not legal to actually use it for any commercial purposes. And so this uh, this Holoswap platform that's uh, emerged is in breach of this. Uh, exactly, you know, what actions being taken by Uniswap remains to be seen. But the fact it's a breach of license is probably not going to end well for them. But again, it highlights the fact that it's, you know, it's not possible to physically stop people taking this code and uh, spinning up clones of these things. But uh, yeah, again, it, it, interesting to see that someone's done it. The World Economic Forum, they've released a policy toolkit for DeFi regulations. Uh, the idea here with this toolkit is that it will provide useful guidance for regulators and government policymakers concerning DeFi regulations. The World Economic Forum has put out a lot of useful content on blockchain to help you know, enterprises, for instance, working with the technology and just you know, companies working with it, positioning it very much so in quite pragmatic ways. So it's great to see them actually putting out a policy toolkit to, to help drive forward uh, regulation in the DeFi space. Okadot have announced that they're ready to begin auctioning off their parachain slots so with their their main uh, the main polka dot chain they have in what are called slots for parachains which are basically these blockchains of blockchains and so they have a, a limited number that they can make available in the the main polka dot chain and they've they've op- opened up this slot auctioning process and it's due to be sh- happening on the 15th of june they've wanted to make sure that they feel confident that the technology works properly before actually doing this so it's a very big milestone for them to actually hit this and kraken uh, the crypto exchange actually has added support to allow users to vote on which projects they want to see succeeding with the, the slot auctions as well so it's it's great to see you know kraken innovating here because of course people tend to need to be quite savvy in order to do things like voting for these on-chain governance protocols and so you know, by doing it through the actual exchange it makes it a lot easier for people to actually participate in it the curve DeFi project is looking at more tokens uh, launching more tokens with a a, a white paper for their v2 platform they want to challenge uniswap with a new model for adding volatile tokens their intent here is that they believe uh, greater liquidity could be achieved on a pool of more volatile assets using a dynamic peg exactly how uh, uniswap or whether uniswap will respo- respond remains to be seen but it's great to see just more innovation happening In nft news uh, paris hilton has joined uh, the ethereum nft project origin as an advisor they're looking to bring nfts to mainstream consumer audiences through education marketing and creating new use cases um, such as uh, making them redeemable for physical fashion and um, accessory items um, and access to unique experiences or or premium content the dogecoin creator is selling uh, 420 dodge collectibles as well Uh, he's, he's basically 
created a number and he wants to see you know, how the market responds to these. Mythical Games, the crypto gaming startup focused on uh, NFT uh, items that was created by former Activision, Oculus and EA executives has announced that they've managed to raise a $75 million Series B uh, to continue developing their NFT-driven games platform. Bosone Protocol have uh, bought $704,000 in digital real estate in order to build a digital mall. They've done this on the Decentraland platform and the intent is that they want to have a mall for global brands to open up shop uh, in, in this, this digital real estate that they've created. There's a number of different firms that are finding ways to create these digital experiences on Decentraland. So again, you know, this idea of virtual malls will certainly be a fun one to see how it evolves. A crypto punk has uh, sold for $11.8 million at uh, Sotheby's. The CryptoPunk COVID alien um, has uh, achieved this record-breaking sale. And although it's not a record-breaking NFT sale, it's a record-breaking sale for the CryptoPunk. They're one of the leading NFT collectible platforms. And finally, the Guild of Guardians pre-game registrations have hit 133,000. Since going live earlier this week, Guild of Guardians NFT sale has raised over 3 million. And the sale featured a collection of playable uh, in-game NFTs which ranged in price from $200 to $100,000 in value. And these will be playable once Guild of Guardians launches on mobile devices in the first half of 2022. Moving on to our metrics, uh, the crypto market cap is down just over 8% to $1.52 trillion. Uh, The assets locked in DeFi are down just under 13% to $57.5 billion. The seven-day NFT sales uh, are down 8.3%. 34% to just over 11 million with an average price of $466, uh, which is down 13%. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel, leave comments as well. Uh, links to all items are available in the show notes and, and at our website, weekinblockchain.com. We also host a clubhouse session every Monday at 5 p.m. UK, 12 p.m. Eastern to discuss the, the big news that happened in the last week. Thanks and I'll see you next week.